The winner of the Booker Prize 2023 is Prophet Song by Paul Lynch. Hello and welcome to the Booker Prize podcast with me, Joe Hamia. And me, James Walton. And this is a special bonus mini episode where backstage at the Booker Prize ceremony, James, how are you feeling? Great, it's been a, it's been a cracking evening. The uh, winner has been announced. We're going to bring you the, the sort of 10 minute highlights today and then later in the week, uh, a, a, a longer episode in which we reflect our thoughts and we bring you the sort of atmos backstage throughout the whole time. So right. We're not going to spoil it for you. You can listen on and hear it. Enjoy. And now I am delighted to announce that the winner of the Booker Prize 2023 is Prophet Song by Paul Lynch. Well, there goes my hard-won anonymity. This was not an easy book to write. The rational part of me believed I was dooming my career by writing this novel, though I had to write the book anyway. We do not have a choice in such matters. To quote the apocryphal gospels, if you use what is within you, what is within you will save you. If you do not use what is within you, what is within you will destroy you. My writing has saved me. I, I believe that literary style should be a way of knowing how the world is met in its unfolding. Sentences should press into the unknown moment, into the most obscure, hidden aspects of life, that, that which is barely known, but asking to be revealed. To my agent, Simon Truen, thank you for being my consigliere. To my publisher, Juliet Maybe, and All at One World, three times, Juliet, you've done this. Extraordinary. Thank you for having faith in my writing. I want to thank the Booker jury for the extraordinary effort of reading so many books in such short time. I want to thank my publicists, Margot Whale and Cormac Kinsler, Louise Dobbin at Rep Force, Elizabeth Schmitz at Grove and all the team in the US, Francis Jeffard, Isabella Ferretti, Belinda McKeown and Una Frawley and all at Maynooth University and the, and the um, the, uh, the, the writing programme there. Thank you to the Arts Council of Ireland and to Sarah Bannon in particular, whose support and generous funding made this book and so many other worthy Irish novels possible. Thank you, Amelie and Elliot, my beautiful children, and all the children of this world who need our protection, yet have lived and continue to live through the terrors depicted in this book. Thank you for opening our eyes to innocence so that we may know the world again as though for the first time. Camus used to tell himself quietly to live to the point of tears. Well, let me tell you, winning the Booker Prize does just that. Thank you so very much. It is with immense pleasure that I bring the Booker home to Ireland. Uh, the winner was Paul Lynch with Prophet Song, uh, one of the two Irish Pauls on the list. But I, I think the Paul Lynch book will be, be a, a winner that's read, I think. Uh, it's, it's set, as probably most people listening to the podcast know by now, in a sort of a version of Ireland that's, that's gone more or less fascist and focuses on a single family. Um, well, first of all, struggling with that and then seeking to escape possibly too late so it is it is quite thrilling but it's it's still a it's still a good read and i think um 
I think it will be a. I think it will be a popular winner. And uh, now we're going to go up to the uh, press conference with the winner, Paul Lynch. Uh, James Walton, Booker Prize podcast. Uh, congratulations, Paul. Um, we can see this happening already tonight, but you are setting, or, or, or the book, or the victory, or something, is setting you up now as some sort of political spokesman. Yeah, no, uh, I, yeah and I, I just wondered if that's sort of what you meant. Yeah, I, I'm distinctly not a political novelist. Um, I'm more interested in... Uh, to use an old-fashioned term, metaphysics. I'm more interested in life and death and power and powerlessness and, and how we don't know the world and how we are forced to make choices without knowing what the answers are going to be and how we reap the bitter crop of that. And these are these are questions that the Greeks addressed and I'm, I, I feel like I'm an old-fashioned writer in that regard. I, I don't... I realise the book is has, has political energy to it, but I wasn't writing a political book and I was aware of that when I was writing it, that, that, that I wanted... To, to avoid the sort of pitfalls of, 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 of political fiction, which often leans towards grievance. I think the true emphasis of this book is about grief. Hello, uh, Joe Hamia, Booker Price podcast. Congratulations <coughs> to the both of you, actually. Uh, what is the end of a really grueling, intense process? Um, a question for both of you. Essie, in your speech, you said that you and the other judges were looking for a, a novel with a message that would outlast the time in which it was published in. Uh, so to the both of you, what is the message of Prophet Song that you think will, will outlast today and indeed the next few years? Um, from the judging perspective, I mean, we were just so taken uh, with this uh, utterly visceral reading experience. Um, you know, I think that um, somebody mentioned this afternoon that, uh, you know, they were sort of wondering or positing that this novel uh, was maybe, uh, you know, selected because it spoke to what's going on uh, today uh, in the world. And I think part of the timelessness is that obviously you didn't just write this novel. I finished it a year and a half ago. Exactly. Uh, and Ukraine hadn't happened actually even when, I, when I'd finished the bulk of the work. Exactly. So these are, these are patterns that we're constantly um, seeing, these, these moments of crises, that uh, this is just something that seems to be intrinsic uh, to human existence. And in that sense, I mean, this novel is so, so impactful. And it really forces us, especially those of us who live in societies in which, um, you know, we're free of conflict and we really don't have to think about these things on a daily basis. I mean, to be able to enter Eilish's uh, world and perspective, you know, so closely and so intensely, we just thought that this is, you know, this was masterful, a masterful achievement. I, I just add to that that, that the, you know, the. There's a the, the meaning of the title for Eilish later on in the book, where she realizes that you know the end of the world, according to the prophets, isn't it's not some sudden event like this sort of cataclysmic global end. It's actually just the end for you and your town. It's the end for you and your city. It comes it comes to your town or your city. It knocks on your door, and that what the prophets are singing about is actually what's reoccurring always timelessly. And and that's that's what the book is truly about. And uh, so just to echo that. And there we have it. Congratulations to Paul Lynch, looking slightly beleaguered at the press conference, but having a great time at an after party now, I'm sure. Um, if you want an in-depth look at what it's like to be at a Booker Prize ceremony, uh, we've got a special episode coming up for you on Thursday. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye. 
The Booker Prize podcast is hosted by Joe Hamia and me, James Walton. It's produced and edited by Kevin Miolo. And the executive producer is John Davenport. It's a Daddy's Super Yacht production for the Booker Prizes. 